Welcome to the shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am your host, Dad. With me is Coolboy Mew. Hey. And Full Metal. What it do? So we've got three seasons to cover this episode, but uh, don't worry, Mew dropped a whole lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch a lot. Uh, I actually checked this season, and uh, honestly, um, compared to the other season, there's not a lot of uh, stuff I didn't actually pick up that I, I wanted to watch. I consider some of this season to be actually kind of weak. And then on top of that, I dropped a lot. I don't know why exactly. I, I, I've checked in my curriculum vitae why exactly. Like, what happened during that time and i don't understand it i just don't understand why it dropped so much so maybe i was busy i was gaming or i don't fucking know but uh, i dropped a lot of stuff and not necessarily because it's bad because i just didn't have time to watch them maybe i was a bit burnt out and i was uh, just um, kind of uh, you know uh, bummed out by, uh, by by this season because they were just uh, I don't I, they were just kind of, kind of small compared to to the others. Yeah, but there's a whole lot of good stuff in winter of 2018. Oh yeah, there's still a lot of stuff that is uh, that is worth watching. Definitely, it's just there's a little less. Yeah. So, uh, for homework, you gave me in Full Metal a big list of shit to watch. Yeah. But let's start with the Fall 2017. Okay. So, Full Metal, you're still there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, perfect. So, all right, so we start with the shout-out, as usual. A shout-out to Sokugeki no Soma, San no Sara, or The Third Plate meaning the third season, it's more of that. So let's yeah. just move on. Yeah, Food Wars is entertaining and has some good edgy. I, I should watch more of it. Definitely. And uh, the next show is Blend S. 
I believe we all heard of this because it was a massive fucking meme. Like the, the opening. Yeah, I saw multiple parodies and memes based on the opening. Yeah, we all saw the, uh, the opening, but I'm still gonna read the short synopsis from Anime List. Blend S, the story centers on a girl named Micah who gets a job at a cafe where all the waitresses are given certain attributes, such as Tsundere, her little sister, to embody while serving customers. The manager asks Micah to do to be the uh, do S, uh, it means extreme sadist, uh, waitress. So she will have to adopt a dominant and aggressive persona. What what it, what it's not telling you is that uh, Mike has kind of a problem that um, uh, uh, she, she she does she does some kind of angry face like uh, naturally. So that's why she's asked uh, she's asked uh, to uh, embody that persona. Oh, so she has resting cunt face. Yeah, <laughs> that's somewhat. what I was gonna say. But so yeah, the... in this, uh, all the waitresses have a different gimmick, which, which they use to uh, attract customers, right? Mm. That 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 that's most of the comedy because the the um, uh, the comedy it's uh, it's pretty much an entirely at that cafe. And. Since that comes, there's nothing else to say about it. You, yeah. You've probably heard about it. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Watch it. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name, but as soon as I saw the picture, I rem- remembered all the memes. One of yeah. the girls is a trap, by the way. Yes. Uh, Girl. <laughs> Anyways, let's let just, let just move on. Oh, uh, uh, on the sub- subject, I saw this real Sundere cafe in Japan. Oh, right, right. Some fucked up shit. What, what is, is it called already? Just Sundere cafe? Yeah. Yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes. Perfect. P- people pay money to go here and get verbally abused. Man, the, the drawings are actually kind of cute. And the website. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. So, alright, so moving on to... Yeah. Jojo Shumatsu Ryoko. The English title is Girls' Last Tour. You, I'm pretty sure you've seen a lot of meme. Not exactly meme, but people posting about it in the Fediverse. Uh, yeah, this is like uh, two girls who are probably the last humans alive or uh, wandering around, around in this, this bleak, empty worm, world just full of uh, machine parts. It, yeah. It's bleak, but it's strangely hopeful as well. Well, it's basically a cute girl doing cute show. Uh, I mean, cute gr- cute girl doing cute thing show. Except that the cute thing is surviving a nuclear winter. <laughs> Not very cute, actually. Yeah, the characters look like potatoes. So yeah, this, this is, is the, the all-universe where Japan gets the third nuke they deserve? <laughs> <laughs> actually well from the anime we, we don't exactly know, know what happened we, we knew that there's a war and that's about it so I'll just read the synopsis civilization is dead 
but Chito and Yuri are still alive. So they hop aboard their beloved Ketenkrad motorbike and aimlessly wander the ruins of the world they once knew. Day after hopeless day, they look for their next meal and fuel for the uh, for the ride. But as long as the two are together, even an existence an, an existence as bleak as theirs has a ray or two of sunshine in it. Whether they're sucking down on uh, they're sucking down their fill of soup or hunting for the machine parts to tinker with. For two girls in a world full of nothing, the experiences and feelings the two share give them something to live for. And notably, this is not Yuri. Yes. Well, how old are the characters? That's probably a good thing. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're too young for Fred to be Yuri. Yeah, hard to tell with the art style. Yeah, they look like little potato people. <laughs> But yeah, the, 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 this is a weird one. I'd say, um, uh, slice, yeah, adventure, mystery, sci-fi, slice of life. This is kind of a really uh, peculiar one because of the setting. Yeah, I like these kind of stories that have these really bleak, fucked up worlds, but the characters can still find some bit of hope, some bit of happiness in it. Yeah, it, it's not actually... I mean, the, the show, the, the story seems bleak, but the content is not. Yeah, they're strangely happy despite their terrible circumstances. So, well, of course, they have the power of friendship. <laughs> as long as the food lasts. Yeah, yeah and so... then the power of friendship suddenly becomes the power of cannibalism. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. But yeah, the 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 show does not uh, goes into that. But yeah, nothing else to say about it. Just yeah. watch it. It's great. Yeah, it's good. it's good stuff. But but let's continue. So let's move on to Boku no Kanojo ga Majime Sugiru Shoujo Bitch Naken, or the English title is. It's my girlfriend is a virgin who takes being slutty too seriously. Wait, really? Oh, is is, is that is that the uh, translated title? Well, that's what Annie List says. Another yeah. another English translation is my girlfriend is a faithful virgin bitch. Yeah, the the, the official English name I believe is my girlfriend is a show bitch, which <laughs> I show bitch mean nothing but. Uh... Yeah. Okay, yeah, I see a synonym on uh, on Annulus. These are probably like a literal translation or something. But uh, My Girlfriend is a is the uh, official uh, English title, I believe. All right, let me read the synopsis of this bitch. All right. With nothing left to lose, ordinary high school student Haruka Shinozaki confesses to beautiful, diligent class representative Akiho Kosaka and to his surprise, she accepts. Kosaka takes dating as seriously as she does everything else, but does not quite get it. She pragmatically suggests activities that are too sexual. So, so is this just an excuse to have softcore porn, or, or what? It there's actually no porn at all. It's not even. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say there's no etchy 
but uh, for a show like this, there's actually it's actually completely missing. Really, because everything about this looks sexually suggestive. Yes, and and that's the joke. That that's basically uh, bizarrely enough, the manga is not a four comma. At least according to any list, it's 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 not telling me it's one. So I don't know. I expected it to be a four comma because the um, the anime is all like short scenes after short short scene, and it's all uh, a sexual in innuendos goes wrong gone wrong. Yeah, is this the, is this anything like Shimonetta? Uh, kinda, yes. Except that that this is just jokes after jokes after jokes after jokes, like a, a character misunderstand. The, the the main girl is just too suggestive for no reason. Okay, uh, so it's just a comedy. Yeah, it's just a comedy. It's just plain a comedy, and it's not bad. Actually, I wa I recently watched uh, SJW of uh, neckbeard.xyz. Uh, yeah, he, he plays full seasons of anime sometimes. He, he actually put the dub of that, and I was kind of surprised because... Um, don't quote me on that, because I, I haven't checked uh, the subs and the dubs. Like, I, I mean... You know, it's been a while, but as as far as I remember, the dub actually uh, doesn't change much at all. Oh, they managed to keep the jokes intact. Yeah, actually, that, that's why I was surprised. On occasion. Yeah, it depends How? if they require like knowledge of the Japanese language for wordplay. Yeah, and I believe it just wasn't really needed for this. Yeah, if, the, if the joke is just mud dick. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, uh, I was not impressed at the at the voice work. But there, there's no way this show of all thing will get um, a good dub. But it was it was surprisingly all right. Yeah, no added lines about patriarchy or GamerGate. Uh, not as far as I've seen. <laughs> not as far as I've seen. But yeah, um, th this is not an amazing comedy. But um, a comedy that is just exactly like that, just non-stop fucking innuendo, there's actually not, not many. Yeah, the Annie List recommendations show Prison School, Ashimaneta, Hajimete No Gal. And there, there's actually one that, that's much closer to that, and it's not even listed. Oh, which one? Fuck. Okay. Uh, I already talked about is the little is the show well uh, about the annoying little sister. Gonna have to narrow it down, man. <laughs> yes, I know. That's I know. Like a whole genre. <laughs> yes, I know. L let me see if uh, if if someone in my anime list uh, has a better recommendation because uh, and I. I I'm still not seeing it. Not uh, they recommend it. you see therapy. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, I, I can go into my DVD shell. Oh, yes. Wait. Yes, I remember it. Oni Eye. How do I okay. spell that? Oni Chan Dakedo Eye Sae Ariba Kan 
Enai Yane. This one is actually more etchy. Uh, I already talked about it. It's it's also pretty much uh, very very much just uh, all the girls flirting extremely fucking hard with the with the male character. So it's not exactly the same thing, but kind of. Yeah, there's over nine thousand animes like this. And I don't know. Uh, I, at least th- this is the the two closest that I've seen. I've seen. I get you. Anyway, let's, let's continue. So, Love Live Sunshine season two. So it's more Love Live Sunshine. I love Love Live Sunshine, and I just, I, I just wish they didn't do um, the the thing I talked about, like um, bringing in a whole new cast. No, it uh, yeah, well, it did bring a whole new cast, but it's a bit of a clone of the first, uh, you know, of the first series to then do a parallel that you know, Aquas is Aquas, Aquas is not Muse, but I, I wish they did that like another way. But anyways, let's move on to Anime Gateway. Okay. I have no idea what this is about. Let me read it. Oh, Lord, this one is... Uh, it gets strange. <laughs> the anime centers on Minowa Asagaya, a new high school student in Sakaneko Private High School. Despite being a novice to anime, Minowa's classmates Arisu Kamii Gusa invites her to make an anime research club at school. Through conversations with her classmate, Miko Koenji, as well as various anime-loving upperclassmen, Minowa gradually gets hooked on anime. While they stand against the student council's continuous efforts to disband their club, and they ignore the impending end of the world, they talk about anime, whether in Akiba or in real-life sacred place anime settings, or the hot springs. Okay, so... This one, how the fuck do I even explain this? It, it seems just a, a, a random, you know, slice of life uh, comedy, a little bit of drama, um, a club room anime about uh, people who love anime. But at some point in the show, uh, they turn into an anime, which is kind of strange to say, but. Uh, that's actually what happened. Oh, they like go into a television show or what? No, they just kind of. Uh, you you know how some characters, um, uh, you know, Azokan. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, the one uh, about the girls who want to make animation. Yeah, they they imagine a stuff happening, but in this, the stuff actually happens. So is this an isekai? No, it's it just kind of strange. It happens near the end, and then it just kind of fucking happens. And like, uh, to be honest, it wasn't amazing, but it was kind of a, a fine show. And then suddenly this happens, and like, what? Yeah, does their art style change, or or what? I don't remember. The, the problem is that I can't fucking tell to tell you if we were closer to, to 2017 maybe I could tell you more details about what happened but not anymore 
So this isn't a real standout then? No, unfortunately no. However, if you actually stick to it, there's this shit that happens and it completely changes the show and then you're like, what the fuck just happened? So the ending is an anime within an anime? I don't don't fucking remember what happened because if I recall correctly, they end up wanting to create their their own anime it's hard or something and and then for for some fucking reason what what they create is it exactly what they create it it just ends up like transforming the world i don't know fucking no like in uh that movie paprika i i don't fucking know it just fucking happens and let have I don't have enough memories to explain it in detail. Let's just move on. It, it was it was fine. Yeah, it's an interesting concept, but yeah, you said it happens near the end. Did they do anything interesting with it? Uh, well, uh, the show goes batshit insane, and then you can't just drop it, can you? But I still no. wouldn't say that it was fantastic. No. It, it, it's it's a small and amusing show, but nothing amazing. I get you. So, all right. So next is actually Fate Apocrypha. I talked about it last episode. It was a mistake. It actually ended that season. And that's yeah. all I'm going to say about it. So let's just move on. Okay. You next know, is... Be, be, Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. I, I just did all of this shit at like 3 a.m. Like a few years ago during my Christmas vacation. So so there, there's some uh, mistakes in there, in there. Yeah, no worries. So next is Yokai Apartment. No Yuga, not Nichijo. I actually kind of uh, quite enjoy that one. So the English I- title is Elegant Yokai Apartment Life. I'll just read the synopsis. Uh, Yushi Inaba, a 16-year-old boy whose parent died three years ago, he moved into his uncle's house, but resolved to move into a dormitory, a dormitory in high school. Plan changed when that dormitory burned down. Sorry? He eventually finds a cheap apartment, but discovers too late that... The apartment is home to supernatural creatures such as ghosts, yokai, and mononoke, and his daily life become embroiled in the eccentric apartment. So yeah, so the, um, there's ghosts, yokai, all sort of weird shit living in that apartment, and then uh, there's also a bunch of weirdos uh, living in it, uh, and also psychic users which uh, Yushi actually ends up uh, training to, to become. It is not a battle shonen, however. It, I was going to ask, this, is this like something that takes itself kind of seriously, or is it more just a comedy? Uh, it, 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 it's one of those shows that are a little bit of everything. I'd say it's mostly a slice of life um, uh, comedy, with some cool supernatural element. Okay, I gotcha. You know, it's really about uh, Yushi's, um, uh, you know, everyday crazy life, 
but but also uh, it becomes about uh, you know what supernatural shit ends up happening at his school he ends up solving it and um, i i have a real hard time selling this show but it was actually not bad at all it's one of those shows that um, uh, let's just say not lesson of the day but uh, kinda if you know it what sounds... i'm getting at yeah well to me it sounds like a show about a guy struggling with schizophrenia and <laughs> no 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 like the gold everything crazy that happens around him is is real oh, there's a good manga about a guy who is suffering from schizophrenia interesting it's homunculus oh yeah you you want me to to read that right yeah the uh protagonist uh, he, he he deliberately drills a hole in his brain because he thinks it will give him psychic powers, but it just causes hallucinations and his he just keeps breaking down mentally as it, the story goes on. Jesus, I can't tell if that's hilarious or terrifying. It's terrifying. It, it's played dead seriously. This oh, guy fuck. is messed up. But yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I guess punching a hole in your brain would do that. Alright, so anyways, Yokai Apartment no you get Nanichijo. It's pretty good, pretty good slice of life with um I wouldn't exactly just call it a slice of life because um it's not just a comedy. Uh the small story arc actually has uh has some significant meat to it, but I cannot exp I cannot find the word to, to explain it properly. So it's a good one. Watch it. Sure. He's, sure, he said as he did not add it to his list of stuff to watch. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I'm going to. So, right, let's just go with the shit I dropped. Uh, the shit I dropped that I already talked about previously, there's a Imoto Umaru-chan R, season two of that. Uh, honestly, uh, the, the show wasn't bad, but... Um, I didn't feel like watching the season two of that. Uh, it's somewhat annoying to watch, and I was like, "Not this season." Yeah, this is the yeah, one saw... about. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I saw clips of it, and that was enough for me. It's like, okay, I get what this is about. I'm so, good. another sequel is Kekai Sensen and Beyond. Uh, I haven't even picked it up. Uh, season one was fine, but also in a way, uh, some kind of mess, and I just didn't feel like it. N now for the real drops, there's uh, Dies Irae. Okay, uh, that's that's Latin for Wrath of God. Yeah, uh, uh, episode zero of that was just kind of awesome, and then it, it just sucked. Uh, it, it's a it's about like um, so some kid for some reason he's been chosen or special and then he, he has to beat uh, super nazi yes super nazi yeah these costumes are very re re very reminiscent of the third reich no they're quite literally nazi episode zero was kind of awesome because it actually presented each of the villain but it presented them it was kind of awesome every 
each of the villains had like cool ass power and then the whole thing just ended with a massive fucking castle floating in the sky uh it, it was like gold there was a massive skull and then it gets sucked into some kind of fucking black worm i was like where the fuck is this gonna be awesome and then it just some dead serious chinibio bullshit i dropped that early good good lord it fucking sucked <laughs> that's you, unfortunate you had me sold for a minute there yeah i know episode zero was just so fucking serious stupid awesome i was like i hope it continues like this but no it's it's some dead serious chinibio bullshit i believe last episode i i talked about fate and how most of the fate series is that but this is exactly like the fate series it's just dead serious fucking boring i hated it Nah, i hate to see wasted potential so, all right, another uh, that I dropped is Imoto Sai Irebai. A little sister is all you need. It, 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 it's, it's another like creepy fucking semi says bullshit about some light novel author that is obsessed about little sister. It wasn't terrible, but I just, I just didn't finish it. Let's move on to the last dropped series. It's Osama Game, the animation, and I fucking hated that but maybe you like it uh, but uh, yeah I, I like this kind i read the synopsis uh get uh, the king's game that that's the english style yeah uh i kind of like these uh situations where characters are pitted against each other in a life or death kind of game yeah but basically it's an entire class um uh, who ends up having to uh, participate in this uh, king's game? Uh, so I'll just read the synopsis since it's just so short. The story begins when an entire high school class of 32 people receive a message on their cell phone from a person known only as the king. The message, the messages contain orders that the student must obey or there is the punishment of death. Actually, the punishment is basically anything, but it's not told to the people. And with their lives on the line, the students uh, soon, soon find out that the orders are getting more and more extreme as time goes on. And yeah, so it's just people pit against each other. Uh, they, and obviously, they, they kind of goes crazy from it. And I, I just kind of hated it because it, it just uh, you just see people suffering without without a particular reason. M maybe you liked it, but I, I just fa fa found it to be kind of trashy. So just torture porn. Yeah, yeah, literal torture porn. Huh. That that's how I called it. I I did like the battle royale manga, and yeah, there's a lot of torture porn in that. Yeah, I don't know about Battle Royale, but I felt that this lacked purpose and it lacked any any other meat than just people suffering. So that's why it pissed me off. It was just 100% torture porn and nothing else. However, I dropped this and picked up something so much better. I, I'd say that um, I feel like I feel like the, the both shows are are kind of similar in some ways, but the show I'm going to talk about just 
actually has some fucking meat in it. And it's a third enemy of the season, Inuyashiki, uh, by the author of Gantz. Yeah. Yeah, I, I w- watched an episode of this for my homework. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up my notes. Okay, can you read the synopsis? Okay. Ichiro Inuyashiki is down on his luck. While only 58 years old, his geriatric looks often have him written off as a pathetic old man by the world around him, and he's constantly ignored and disrespected by his family despite all that he's done to support them. On top of everything else, his doctor has revealed that he has cancer, and it, it, it appears that he has little time left in this world. But just when, when it seems things couldn't get any worse, a blinding light in the sky strikes the earth where Ichiro stands. He later wakes up to find himself unscathed, but he soon starts to notice that there's something different about himself. So, uh, how much did the, the first episode tell you? Um, A lot and nothing at the same time. Th- yeah, this is definitely by the Gantz guy, because... The one thing they have in common is aliens coming to Earth to provide powerful technology to humans. So yeah, so I'm just gonna spoil what what the the synopsis ends at, but it's like in the first three episodes, uh, it, it ends up that um, uh, they they accidentally uh, killed two people and they reconstructed them with um, as some sort of super robots. Yeah, this tired old guy just be- suddenly becomes this powerful war machine who can blow shit up. And uh, and man, is this one really good? While Osama game just, uh, I feel like it failed having any fucking purpose. This 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 actually has some depth. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked what I saw the first episode. I'll probably watch more. You, you really should um, sh- should watch more. And um, uh, th- this is one of the shows that I'll be talking about. That um, I believe 2017 is when anime started having pretty decent CG. Yeah, I noticed the CG in this, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, passable. Yeah, it was- yeah, I can forgive them for using CG for vehicles and robot shit. Uh, did, did you see like the old man having his robot buddy or something? Or that was uh... yeah, in the first episode. You see him, uh, uh, st- uh, his robot body will like attack hostile targets on its own and shit. Did 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 you see him like just opening his fucking body? Yes. Yeah, oh the, yeah, that, the first, that part was awesome. Yeah, in the first episode, he opens up his body to fire lasers at these kids who were harassing a homeless guy. But but yeah, he he often accidentally opens up like his old body. You see all the machinery; it's all in three D CG. But the three D CG is actually fucking decent. Also, having an old grandpa as an anime protagonist is extremely rare. Yeah, yeah. That, that is the most definitively like something uh, something you don't see often. <laughs> you felt really bad for him too. Like they, his family treated him like shit. Oh god. Yeah, he was really like down on his luck. That that's why I make like the comparison between like Osama game. 
Yeah, this shows the character suffering, but there's a point to it. Yeah, yeah there's most definitely a point. But anyways, third uh, anime of the season. Uh, oh, yes? It, it kind of reminded me of that Kurosawa movie, Ikiru. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's also about an old dude trying to find meaning in his shitty life. But there's no robots in that one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Kind of reminded me of Stalker slash Roadside Picnic with the whole like aliens thing. Mm. Nah, I th- think it might just be a coincidence there. Yeah, it is cool when uh, settings have like these vague aliens that just leave impressions upon the human characters. Like in yeah. 2001, A Space Odyssey. The 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 all the thing is that the aliens are basically not relevant anymore. After that, they, they just appear in the beginning, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, uh, and also, this is a complete work, as far as I know. Wouldn't surprise me if this took place in the Gantz universe. Possibly, but uh, I haven't watched that, so I can't. I can't. I can't confirm. Yeah, we could do a whole episode about Gantz. There's a lot of fun stuff in there. I've never read it, but I've heard about it a lot. A lot of good stuff, a lot of really stupid shit, too. It's a a wild ride. But anyways, let's just move on to Netju no Susume, second anime of the season. I'll just read the synopsis. Moriko Morioka is a 30-year-old a single neat woman. After dropping out from reality, uh, she basically rage quit her work. Uh, she has taken off in search of a fulfilling life and ended up in a net game or netage. And the netage word, basically an MMO, uh, she began her life, uh, her new life as a refreshing and handsome character named Ayashi, actually a male character. Uh, while starting out as a beginner, a pretty character named Lily reached out to help her. Meanwhile, in the real world, awaits a shocking encounter with a good-looking elite uh, company employee, a mysterious uh, blue-eyed uh, blonde. So, uh, about all these animes that are about like entering virtual worlds or getting stuck in VR machines. No, th- th- this is actually not an isekai. This is literally just this woman playing an MMO. Oh, like Resentiment. Uh, yes, but n- n- not even that far. It's not like a VR MMO. It's just her playing an MMO on her computer. And what you see like on screen with the MMO character, it- it's just her screen. It's what like you can imagine what happening in and the game world, but there's no isekai, nothing, none of that. No, yeah, just it's really more just like a uh, like a romance type show. Yes, actually, it's kind of uh, what are the jar adventure, comedy, fantasy, romance, slice of life. Yeah, yeah, it's a romance slice of life, I'd say. But I. I absolutely love the ever-loving shit of the of this show. It was just so fucking comfy. The show did not have the best budget, but despite that, there's a lot of really pretty close-up with the, the character in the MM world, and man, I, I just love this one. I can't explain it, but I just love this one. 
I liked it too. I'll probably watch more of it. I just saw the first episode, but what I saw, I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cute and a little bit funny. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Uh, did, did, did you see that? Uh, no. Uh, in your message to me with a big list, you said don't watch it shit unless you're going to watch all of it. Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah because I think the, the first episode doesn't actually tell you an amazing amount. So I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I but liked I, it from I, the first episode. I got the but, concept. Okay, sure. It, it's just that sometimes uh, one episode doesn't tell enough. Yeah, I know. And That's I, why I, it's I, usually I, like the three episode rule for most people. Yeah, basically. But yeah. I'm, re I'm really glad that you liked it from one episode. Yeah, I will add this to my list. Good, good. So anything else to say about it from it all? Um, not really. But, well, I did like that. Uh, it was kind of funny that she picked a male character and the guy picked a female character. Yeah, so they're kind of falling for each other in this virtual world and they don't know what they look like. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, and later there's kind of like a joke where where she's like she she she's gonna lose her male virginity or something. Yeah, it's dumb. lose her cyber virginity. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, uh, moving on to anime of the season, and, and this one was the was quite a special one. O Oseki no Kuni. And the English title is Land of the Lustrous. Uh, let me check if I'm um, if I'm lying, but I believe it was the first uh, studio arranged three uh, D three D CG show. But I might just be lying about that. I believe this studio is the same one that went on to do Beastars, which is yes. pretty well known for having really good CG. Yes, the, the 3D CG in Beastars is crazy. And they, yeah, also, they also did the Majestic Prince series, uh, which is a, a mecha anime that I actually highly recommend. Oh, okay, yeah, I might check that out then. I like the studio. No, they, they, did a, they did a Godzilla movie this year. Nice. Really? Is it good? I don't know. I'm just looking at oh, the, the oh, stuff no. on any list. It, 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 it's it's releasing. It's not a movie. It's a ONA, ONA oh, and it's releasing yeah. this spring. Godzilla yes. singular point. But but yeah, uh, uh, range. And it's uh, June 17, so it's over now. Anyway, continue. Yeah, it's a it's a ONA. I believe like it, it might be on Netflix or some shit, and it might have dropped the entire series at the same time. That happens sometimes. Yeah, they like to do it in like half or full season chunks. But anyway, so uh, Oseki no Kuni, the three D CG is just fucking excellent. But let's just go with the synopsis first, and the mysterious future. A crystalline organism called Gems inhabit a world that has been destroyed by six meteors. Each gem is assigned a role in order to fight against the Lunarians, a species who attack them in order to shatter their bodies and use them as decoration. Phosphophilite? Uh, which is like a real gem. I mean, the characters are quite literally gem. They are quite literally the gem they are called. Yeah, this is not some Steven Universe bullshit. Yeah. 
uh, also known as Foss, is a young and fragile gem because uh, this gem has a... Uh, what is the durability uh, scale uh, uh, called? The, the Mohs scale. It's M-O-H-S. Yes, and you probably did that shit in high school. Uh, is a young and fragile gem who dreams of helping their f uh, friend and the war effort. Instead, they are told to compile an encyclopedia because of their delicate condition. After begrudgingly uh, embarking in this task, Fuss meets Cinnabar, an intelligent gem who has been relegated to patrolling the isolated island at night because of the corrosive uh, poison uh, their body creates. After seeing how unhappy Cinnabar is, uh, Fuss decides to find a role that both of the rejected gems can enjoy. Oseki no Kuni follows Foss' efforts to be useful and protect their fellow gems. Uh, so this is a 3D CG cartoon, a cartoon anime, but the thing is that compared to uh, most other 3D CG show, cartoon, etc., this makes actually a magnificent use of a 3D camera. Like, like it's, it's not like and 3D for no fucking reason. It actually makes use of the fucking 3D space. Yeah, I like that about this show. Like, it actually, like, it's not just 3D for the sake of 3D. They really, like, use that to their advantage. And uh, they make the gem girls look really pretty, too. Yeah, they're uh, very glossy. They um, actually look like they're gems. Yeah, I mm. beg your pardon, but... <laughs> Uh, the description says that they are agender and they use they pronouns, which means this is fucking gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah really I, 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 I've seen I've seen the they pronouns, and I'm not sure what's up with that because um, uh, I, I guess I, it, I guess it makes sense for fantasy creatures that actually don't have a biological sex. But yeah, I don't exactly remember like uh, uh, them talking about this shit. I mean, they're clearly really all woman. They're, they're woman. So, so well, of course, you got to sell those. Are. You got to sell those figurines and pillows. <laughs> yeah, but n none of them have titties, so there is no best girl. Well, uh, well, I mean, if you're a flat fag, this is your this is your jam. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> 100% flat. <laughs> but yeah, a, a magnificent effort by uh, Studio Arrange and definitely worth uh, the anime of the season. But yeah, I, I, really, wa I really wanted to include Neju into uh, anime of the season, but uh, Oseki no Kuni was also that season. I b believe the thing is that Oseki no Kuni was also uh, a late uh, pickup for me. Oh, I, I personally, I got motion sickness while watching this. Really, I, I could not handle the CG. Wow, I, really? I made it. I made it through the episode, but I don't think I'll be watching anymore. But that, that, that sucked. That, that that's a new one. That's a new reason for not uh, watching an anime. Motion sickness. Yeah, it, yeah I never was, get motion sickness. It, it was cool that they used the CG to show the crystalline heroines. Body, bodies shattering into thousands of pieces. It probably wouldn't be possible to animate by hand. But yeah, the, uh, this show goes places and it's really worth it. 
but uh, anything else about it? Uh, I like the music. It used bells and weird percussion sounds. It kind of reminded me of the soundtrack to uh, Akira. Mm. It, it also has that, that like beautiful fucking empty fields around. J just everything about it was pretty for a 3D CG anime, and it's truly 2017, including um, um, the the Love Life Sunshine uh, 3D uh, dance and song. This is truly the year where 3D CG got actually good in anime, and from there, every year the 3D CG seems to get like a bit better or more and more tolerable. Yeah, when did thank God? When did Kengan Asura <laughs> anime come out? Because that one also made me sick to look at. Uh, probably like 2019, I think. Yeah, that was July of yeah, 2019. The, the, the 3D CG in Kengan Asura is kind of obvious and gross. However, uh, I really like the manga of that too. But uh, however, it's 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 like 80 percent fighting. Like eighty percent action, it's fucking crazy. It pr they probably couldn't have animated it otherwise. But that th th that's better safe for later. Yeah, I could do a whole episode about Ken Kanashira. I liked it a lot. All right, so Just... we'll get you talk talk about it a lot when we get there. Yeah. So anything else about it? Uh, I'll probably pick up the soundtrack to Hoseki no Kuni sometime. I'm just not gonna mm -hmm. watch anymore. <laughs> you full they should have had they should have had this studio work on the the 2017 berserk yeah oh, different God. different experience entirely. God, that, that would have been so fucking amazing we also apparently studio arrange uh, uh, how they do their 3d cg they, they actually have people uh, uh, uh what's called uh that, that, motion capture yeah motion capture and then they uh they fix uh, some stuff by end that's how they actually do it. Oh, kind of like the modern version of rotoscoping? Uh, I don't know. Kind of, yes. I mean, it's kind of diff different, uh, very different. Uh... It's more like a video game cutscene. If anything. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. That, that, that's probably the, yeah. the closer comparison. Yeah, but... But yeah, let's just uh, yeah. move on. So, Anime of the Year 2017, number three, Little Witch Academia. Uh, good, the series, good, good shit. Good shit. Uh, second one, Made in Abyss. Also good shit, but has some problems. <laughs> also, there's um, uh, there's been an announcement that they're making an Hollywood movie about it. Oh, that's they, gonna be terrible. Oh, good. There's, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way that uh, that's not gonna be completely massacred. And also, it includes uh, some director that did jack shit and some other dude that did the Netflix Death Notes. Oh, that's so the thing everybody the, hated. Yeah, that movie's universally despised. It's not. It's nearly nothing like Death Notes, except Ryu Cavern. Ryuki is basically the only good thing about it. The, the well, only... yeah, he's played by Willem Dafoe. You get Willem Dafoe in your movie, and it's automatically uh, a good movie. <laughs> but, yeah. And anime of the year 2017, Sangetsu no Lion. 
Yeah, I need to watch more of that. The one episode I saw was really good. God, you really should uh, at least at least at the Yamada arc. The the Yamada arc. Oh my fucking god, that that was good. That that's the Shogi anime, fun. right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's on Netflix. Yeah, um, so I really recommend that, it. Easy, easy to pick up. All right, so uh, do we move on to 2018? Yeah, let's keep going. All right, so uh, winter 2018, a very small season. Let's start out with the shout out, Killing Bites. D- did you watch an episode of that? Did I make anyone watch an episode of that? No, nope. I don't think so. Uh, I've never seen this. I, I don't I've think never heard so of because this. the. Uh, I, I probably should have, but whatever. Uh, all right, let me read the synopsis. All right. Yuya Nomoto was horrified to discover that the vehicle he was driving was being used to kidnap a high school girl. But he's even more shocked when the girl, Hitomi Uzaki, literally te- tears her kidnappers to pieces instead. Then she forces Yuya to drive her to an arena where she bets the value of his organs on herself to win in a death match against a half-lion hybrid. Uh, this, this sounds so fucking rad. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. I, I should have, have let my you attention. watch it. Yeah, even more astonishing. He told me wins. That's because she's a therianthrope, a genetically engineered fighter created especially for the underground death machines known as Killing Bites. And now that Yuya has been pu- pulled into this dark underworld, he has no choice but to continue working for Hitomi. Because who's going to fight against a girl who's part honey badger? If you if uh, you don't know about honey badgers, th- these things are fucking nasty. Th- these things will actually um, fight a fucking lion. Yeah, I've heard badgers, wolverines, that family of creatures, they'll fight creatures... They'll fight animals 20 times their size and win. They, they're they fucking m- nasty. M- maybe not necessarily win against a lion, but uh, they, they'll actually f- still fight them. Like, I've seen a video of an honey badger like in Africa fight two fucking lions, and uh, it loses, but it actually attempts to. Yeah, they're just are fucking nuts. They'll yeah. go crazy on you. Yeah, they totally fearless animals. But yeah, uh, uh, we were talking about Ken Ganeshra. This is exactly Ken Ganeshra, but with yeah. all animal people. <laughs> yeah, underground fighting tournament. People die often. This sounds right up my alley. I'm going to watch it, this. Like, all of the plot points are the same. Uh, it, the, the, um, this is a tournament uh, uh, made by like big corporation uh, for some control, etc. Exactly the same shit. Is it the same author? Let, let's just see. Original story. I don't story. know, but I'm sold. Actually, no, I think. Yeah, the author of Kinkan Ashura is some... He's a Japanese-Russian guy. His last really? name... Really? Yeah, his, his last name is Sandrovich. Interesting. But yeah, no, this is uh, not, uh, not the same author. But anyways... Uh, it's good shit. Watch it. Uh, and it's a Tadichi too. So. Yeah, th- this has everything I want in anime. Yeah, this, this is right up my alley. So, alright, moving on to Nanatsu no Bitoku. Uh, it, it's a short 
five minutes episode. It's actually a spin-off of Sin and Atsuno Taizai, except that uh, you have the, uh, instead of the seven uh, m- mortal sins, is the seven heavenly virtue. That That's it. it it's some etchy bullshit. It's fun. Uh, watch it if you watch Shin and Atsuno Taizai, yes. It's a short, so it's just like five-minute bullshit. Nothing else about it. All right, let's just let's keep going. Let's just move on to Overlord season two. Yeah, Overlord and, is one of the rare good isekai. So uh, Overlord, uh, so first season came in fucking 2017, and this released in 2018. That's that's quite the wait. That, 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 that's like the Attack on Titan season two wait. That's only one year though. No, no, no. Twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen. No, that 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 that. Uh, I say two thousand fifteen. Oh, my mistake. That, yeah, that that's three year. Uh, and and this one, this one's a bit controversial because it, it loses a lot of time at the beginning um, uh, to to some lizard man tribe. I didn't think it was terrible, but uh, it pissed off a lot of people. It gets yeah, I was it, one of those people. I I felt like it was kind of boring. I didn't. I don't give a shit about the lizard people. Yeah, you you, you care about Ayn's fucking shit up. Yeah, I'm here to watch a skeleton like evil sorcerer man fuck shit up. I don't care about lizards fucking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that that actually fucking happened. Although that was kind of a funny moment. He checks up on them and they're just banging. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like tr- China trying to get pandas to breed. But yeah, it's just unfortunate because the um, uh, the, the the lizard arc just lasts forever. However, after this, uh, the rest of season two is golden. The rest of season three is golden. But yeah, I read this in manga form, so I just fly flew r- right through it. Yeah, it, that it, it, might it, be the superior method, honestly. I almost <laughs> dropped Overlord a few times, which is a shame because it's like exactly what I want in like a fantasy MMO type setting. I, I wonder if the light novel uh, is even better because that, that that's the source, not manga light novel. Uh, I want to see the skeleton dude blowing shit yeah, up, though. I don't want yeah. you to tell me about. It. I want to see him. Yeah, you can imagine it. Yeah, if it's a I light can. novel, there's probably occasional illustrations. Well, uh, uh, I mean, it's it's a book, not a picture book. You get like five illustrations uh, a book max. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, anything else to say about it? Yeah, I I like Overlord, but I've only read the manga. Well, I believe season four is announced it should come eventually. Yeah, I like Overlord conceptually, but I feel like it kind of needed more work. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, let's move on to Yugo Camp. I believe that's, that's Delta, but that's just because it looks like a fucking tent. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's just call it Yugo Camp. So the synopsis is Rin likes to go camping by herself along the lakes that provide a scenic view of Mount Fuji. Man, these the, the shows all are always around Mount Fuji. 
always. Uh, Nadeshko loves to take cycling trips by herself to places where she can see Mount Fuji. After they meet, Rin and Nadeshko takes camping trips, eat cup ramen together, and enjoy the scenery. So, um, as you've probably guessed, it's a slice of life. It's a bit comedic, and it's cute. Yeah, I don't know if this was made to get Neats to go leave their houses and go camping, but it works. Uh, it's also uh, one of those uh, anime where it actually um, uh, teach you something because they, they go shopping for for uh, well camping equipments, and uh, it actually goes into the details. I yeah. didn't watch the season two of that, unfortunately, because I had just too much shit to watch. Good lord, that season was crazy. But yeah, yeah Euro the... Camp is extremely comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's extremely comfy. It's a decent watch if you, you actually like the jar. If you don't like Slice of Life, it, it most definitely will not uh, make you think otherwise. Yeah, but if, if you like the wilderness or you just want to see cute girls camping, like this, this is clearly the ultimate in that regard. Yeah. Although, I also learned camping tips from Golden Kamui. Uh, and the, I, the well, parts we, we, where they're not shooting dudes or fucking bears. We might talk about this next season. So l- let's oh, keep it for that. Good, because I've been actually watching that. I've, I've just finished the first season. Oh, perfect, because I, I've actually have not finished the first season, and you guys could actually talk about it for me. Sure. So, perfect. So, let's just move on to Citrus. I'm just going to read the synopsis. Uh, fashionable and friendly, Yuzu Aihara is ready to face her brand new school and find her first love. The only problem, it's an all-girls school. Uh, determined to make a good impression and a lot of friends, uh, Yuzu puts on her, be- her best looks, only to wind up in trouble on day one. Um, be- because uh, she's basically dressed like a Geru, and she has blonde hair, and that's a no-go for the school. So after a close encounter by the beautiful yet arch student uh, council president May and having her phone confiscated, Yuzu is losing hope that this uh, will be a perfect high school story. But nothing compares to the shock when she gets home to find out May is her brand new stepsister who suddenly kisses her. With her heart beating wildly and her emotions a complete mess, Yuzu wonders something. Is she falling for me? Torn between being a good stepsister and dealing with her feelings, Yuzu does everything she can to become close to me. But can she melt the ice around May's heart and heal the pain she hides? That's a really fucking good synopsis. So it's about lesbo incest shit? Yes. Well, not really incest because they're they're not officially uh, yes. related step siblings. But as far as I'm aware, legally that still counts. Wait, that's still that's illegal in Japan. Uh, everywhere, you you can't fuck your stepsister. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I actually probably, looked it up. Yeah, the law is probably not enforced very often, unless you're like in a Muslim country 
or some shit. I've never heard of such cases. Yeah, I've never heard of they... anyone get arresting for the, or get arrested for that shit. But I guess that would make sense. But yeah, I, apparently it's illegal, and I'm pretty sure it's illegal everywhere in North America except like uh, the the usual culprit, like Alabama and shit. Is it actually true for these places? Uh, it's largely a Hollywood yes no. stereotype, but yeah, it's more of a stereotype. There's other states that have just high. No, but but uh, I mean, I, I believe it's actually like legal there for some reason oh, or whatever. No, that's not true. Okay, whatever. But yeah, in, I, in most states, it's like around second cousin is like the closest you can get to an incestuous relationship. Yeah, the is it? early Simpsons did a joke about this where Je- Jebediah Springfield was starting a city, and his oh, friend, yes, yes. his friend Shelbyville wanted to start his own city where you could legally marry your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. But yeah, uh, you know the 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 editor on uh, my, on uh, any list yeah. for this show. I actually have the poster for this on my wall right now. <laughs> oh, you, so you like this a lot? Uh, yes, I actually loved it. It's um, uh, it, it's it's actually a drama. So a drama romance, uh, and it's actually pretty fucking good drama. Like, I really hate drama with character that doesn't make sense. Uh, the character that doesn't really make sense this time is May, but this is obvious that uh, May's kind of fucked up. So what what she does doesn't always make sense. And I believe it explained that uh, well enough. So why is it called citrus? Is there oranges or lemons at some point? I don't fucking know why it's called that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe the author just had a book of English words and they thought this one looked cool. I don't know. And I, I think the opening of that is actually kind of cool. Uh, was it the ending? I think it's uh, the opening. But I don't know what the fuck it's called. Citrus. I... This is weird. <laughs> Anyways. I, I remember hearing that this show had like a simulcast or something. And that's what made it stand out. Uh, similarly, I, I don't remember actually that I, I don't remember that. Or maybe I'm just retarded. I don't know. No, maybe it's another show. I know that um, Pace Dandy did, but maybe it did, but I just don't fucking remember it. Because as you can see this season uh, from my list, I watched fucking nothing. So I probably did, didn't, didn't check any forums either. So. Anyways, nothing else to say about it. Anyone? Nope. All right. So, so moving on to uh, Sun Gets No Lion season two. Is the season two of that? It's still great. I liked season one a little better, but uh, this is good. Yeah, another and... twenty-two episodes. I need to watch all of it because the yeah, first, the, first episode I, was fantastic. I think this is yeah. a total something like fifty episode or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, the first season is 22. So th- there's 44 episodes. And the girls are extremely cute. Very cute. But yeah, th- this is w- this is a, a not a very nice watch. Do watch it. And this is already it for the shout out. Uh I dropped uh, two shows, Dageshi Kashi season 2. I Oh yeah, I think I kind of remember um, 
the um, the art style changed just a little bit and that might have pissed me off but uh, i don't know i just fucking dropped it uh, there's another show called mitsubushi colors uh, uh, with three little girls who just uh, does constant uh, mischief and uh, i don't know i just dropped it i didn't care L let's just move on to the um oh yeah uh, to the enemy of the season however uh let's just move on to the two shows that i wish i i could uh, i've given them anime of the season but just fell a little short let's start with the uh, akata tonkutsu ramen um uh you said that one and kokoku were optional so yeah i, I watched kokoku instead so. oh yeah perfect tell us about this ramen so at first glance the city of fukuoka seems like a peaceful one but under the surface crime is running rampant uh, the city's uh, Ataka ward is home to the professional of the underworld. Professional killers, detective, informant, professional revenge seekers, those skilled in torture, and more. And according to uh, urban legend, a, ki a killer of professional killers has shown up in the city. Okay, huh. yeah, I, I remember seeing an episode of this. Um the the main like assassin guy is like a crossdresser right uh i think so i, I the the, the, yeah. the main guy is, is is a bit weird he's uh, a bit of a weird yeah guy. one of the tags on any list is cross-dressing man i don't remember that actually oh wait yes actually how do you forget that yes actually because anime men often look like anime women anyway all right that's a little gay but okay <laughs> yeah yeah Oh yes, yes, I, fu I fucking remember. Uh, wh wh what happens is that um, l l let's just see like the, the synopsis uh, because this was a very general synopsis. But like, what happens on episode one? That that's what I want to see. Uh, let me open my enemy list. I fucking close the tab somehow. L let's see. Attack on Consumer. Do, do we have a synopsis of episode one? Oh yeah, yeah. The, this uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my enemy list has a second part to it. One day after Lin's current target commits suicide before the hitman could reach him, his company refuses to pay him even half the amount they were originally supposed for the assassination. Frustrated, Lin requests another mission and is offered the job of taking out Benba whom his organization believe has been interfering with their business. However, when Banba arrives at his home and finds the hitman inside, Lin surprisingly doesn't even attempt to kill him. Instead, he offers the detective another option, to join him and form a team. With the offer on the table, exactly how will Banba respond and just what plan does Lin have in store for for the underground world of Fukuoka, Lin is the crossdresser. Yeah, aside yes. from the crossdressing, this sounds decent. This is yeah, actually like, good. I like it conceptually. The crossdressing I could do without, but <laughs> um, I probably won't watch more of it. 
honestly. It just didn't really hit right. This was actually a pretty chill show, and I wish we, we got a season two, but I see the source is a light novel, man. Maybe I should... Uh, 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 I should put uh, th- this one in uh, viewer surveys for uh, a various um, light uh, light novel translating company or something because yeah. I, I I'd read that actually th- this was cool. Uh, and, I, I got nothing to say. Let's move on. So let's move on. So another that I'm glad, not glad, but I'm sad that I couldn't give uh, any anime of the season to, which is Kukuku. Yeah, the fir- yeah, the first episode ended on a cliffhanger, so I watched the second episode too. Nice, nice. So this is Zawardo, the anime. <laughs> yeah, basically. Can, can you read the synopsis? Okay, Juri Yukawa lives with her neat father and brother, her retired grandfather, her sister, and her young nephew. One day, her nephew and brother are kidnapped for ransom. Having only 30 minutes to meet the demands of the kidnappers, Juri, who realizes there is not enough time to prepare the money, decides to head for their rescue by herself with a knife in hand when her grandfather uses a mysterious stone passed on in the Yukawa family to stop time. In a world where everyone and everything are inert, Juri and her father and grandfather run to rescue the two. But at the kidnapper's hideout, they soon realize that they are not the only ones who can move about in this still world. Good synopsis. And I just have uh, one thing to, to say um, about this series, is that watch, uh, watch the opening and tell me you don't want to watch this. Yeah, the opening's high energy. I'm going to put that at the start of this episode. <laughs> Yeah, the opening was really good. Um, I don't know how I felt about the show itself, though. I I ended up not watching a second episode, mm-hmm. so yeah. I I'm just ha- I just put it on hold for now. I might come back to it later. All right. So yeah, the um, the opening is a good hook for for the series. Isn't it's, it's that a good ass opening? I'll give it that. So what did you think of that? You watched two episodes. Yeah, it was good. I need to watch more of this. It it got me hooked. Perfect. But, but I didn't binge watch two seasons of a series like some people on this phone call. <laughs> Anyways, I, you know, I, I had a lot less free time this week. I see, see. But yeah, nothing else there. It's fantastic. Watch it. So let's move on to anime of the season. Number three, Devilman Crybaby. I really like Devilman Crybaby. Yeah, I've seen this and read the original manga. Yeah, cool. this this one. Uh, do do I need to explain Devilman? Uh, there's a small chance someone listening to the, to this might not know what Devilman is. All right, let, let's just go with the analyst uh, synopsis. The protagonist uh, Akira Fudo learns fr- from his best friend. Ryo Asuka, that an ancient race of demons has returned to take back the world from humans. Ryo tells Akira uh, that the only way to defeat the demons is to incorporate their their supernatural powers and suggests that he unites with the demon himself. Akira succeeds in transforming into devil man who possesses both the power powers of a demon and the soul of a human the battle of devil man and akira fudo begins uh, this is by go nagai who is an absolute fucking madman 
Devilman is um, it's extremely influential, and that probably one of uh, one of the many anime that you watch is actually some sort of uh, Enzirek remake of uh, Devilman. Uh, yeah, was... he even inspired Berserk a little bit. Oh, for sure. Uh, th there was an anime that I'm sure I talked about uh, that. Uh... Uh... What? What? See, uh, Annalist recommends Evangelion, Berserk, and Kiseju. That's about right. Uh, yeah, I, I never saw the original, but I've heard of it many times. Oh, there's been various Devilman anime uh, over the decades. Zetman. Zetman is absolutely, completely Devilman without the brand name. I, I, I talked about it like a fucking while ago. Uh, yeah, I think I added it to my list, but I've never seen it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, anyways, uh, Devilman, uh, I believe uh, I've been told the best adaptation is it the seven? No, it's not the. Yet uh, I've been I've been told this is not the best adaptation, but uh, this is a pretty decent one. Yeah, I think it is is the. Yeah, I liked it. Crybaby has a unique art style. It's even more violent and grotesque than the original manga. Yeah, it, it actually uh, pretty much modernized it. Uh, the art yeah, style is uh, very loose. It's a pretty hard R, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, there's a gigantic massacre in the first episode. Yeah, oh, yeah, you, there's you, sex, drugs, massacres. It's it's just carnage. Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a literal orgy. Yeah, this is the ultra-violent yeah. porn cartoons my mom warned me about when I was a kid. <laughs> so, uh, wait, the director... Yeah, this is by Masaki Yuasa. Uh, this director is really freaking well-known for having made a, a bunch of really amazing shit. He was the director of Ping Pong the Animation. Ping pong was fucking fantastic. Oh, ping pong was fucking amazing. I loved it. Uh, the director of uh, Kimono Zume, they actually didn't like that. And I believe, like, an amazing, an amazingly long time ago, uh, did he start with Sailor Moon or was it someone else? Uh, all I know about Kimono Zume is that one scene of a guy accidentally eating his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, that, that that one is crazy. Unfortunately, they didn't like it, but yeah. Uh, this director does a lot of crazy shit with symbolism. Uh, th th this is the kind of a director where you can actually go scene by scene and just write a fucking novel about it. Uh, like a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at, at Club, we, we watched uh, Barton Fink recently. God, that was... Uh, all of the symbolism went over my head, and it was still really fucking good. Yeah, you should re-watch that movie sometime. 
I sure, I sure. But I have nothing else to say about Devilman Crybaby. It's one of the many adaptations of it. It's a modern one. It's really fucking good and worth and uh, worth watching. Yeah, keep it away from kids, but it's good shit. Oh, definitely. I mean, there's quite literally an orgy that that turns bloody. It, it, it's crazy. Well, they gotta summon <laughs> demons somehow. I mean, all the and, best orgies turn bloody, right? <laughs> so, anyways, anything else to say about it, uh, Fumadon? Uh, the J-Rap was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 there's some sort of character who raps, and uh, it's uh, the, the, the voice actor does a really good job. Yeah, it was interesting. I didn't really know Japanese people had rap. Really? Yeah, there's that rapper Nujabes. Yeah, I, well, I knew about him, but I didn't know that was like there was an actual scene in Japan. Oh yeah, there's a lot of rapper. There's um, uh, what is that girl Daoko or something? I don't remember, but uh, uh, rap in Japan is kind of strange uh, because... Um, well, everything in Japan is kind of strange. That's why we yes. love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, rap here has kind of a uh, uh, rift between other genres because of its history and everything. In Japan, it's kind of really fucking strange. Uh, let's just say, uh, you know Sin and Atsuno Taizai? Uh, the character I liked a lot, Astarot. Uh, she she uh, later on she she's kind of dressed like uh, more rock like, and she does like a rock song. But at the beginning of the episode, you see her rapping on YouTube, and it's kind of like what? Why does are those two jars mixing together? But in Japan, uh, th there's no there's no jar rift like we have here. You know, you know, you know what I'm getting at? Yeah. But yeah, anyways, I digress. Let's just move on to uh, Pop Team Epic. Anime of the this season is another one two. I watched completely. This, how, do we exp how do we even explain this shit? Um, I, I call it memes. It's, like, it's, like it's kind of like the Japanese version of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. A little bit. Not quite as raunchy, but yeah, it's just a lot of jokes and memes. It, it, it's it's actually based on uh, so, some some dude. Uh, was it? Did it start actually as a as a web comic or something? Probably that sounds right. Because I legitimately don't remember. Let, let me check on uh, Wikipedia. It says source manga. Yeah, but uh, this is not necessarily right because web comics are not actually listed because they're. There'd be like way too much shit in those websites. So yeah, Pop Team Epic. It's these frantic, tell. unpredictable little segments of weirdo spastic comedy. 
Yeah, it, it, it's it's surreal comedy, and there's also a lot of um, of uh, of video game references, other yeah. anime references, and also did you know that there's Para references multiple time in this series? No, I noticed the Skyrim reference. Yeah. No, I and uh, what's even stranger is that this is actually a short. Um. Is uh, yeah, yeah the, is... the episodes are actually like what 11 12 uh minutes long, but they they do two they do the same episode back to back, um, but with different voice actors, and some of the jokes are slightly changed, yeah. yeah so you can pick whichever one you think is funnier, yeah. You have a first female voice actor. And then second male voice actor. Also, every fucking single episode has new voice actors. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Not only that, but the voice actors uh, I've heard, uh, the pairs are actually uh, taken because of uh, its anime references and stuff like that. Yeah, they even have skits where they're like in France and they have French actors doing the voices. <laughs> okay, and it's uh, like wh- that's kind of funny. Okay, well, what's funny is that for for God knows what reason they they hired uh, a French studio to do a uh, uh, to have a three D CG short and every episode. I don't know why the fuck they did that. And then uh, before the the short starts. You see some French guy talking in French, actually explaining the short. I have no yeah. idea why did that. The shorts are also completely in French. Um, uh, the, the guy actually got interviewed later, and he was not told that it was going to be an episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, this show's fun. They change. Uh, they change things around a lot. They sometimes use different mediums, like there's. Uh, they had one music video where they had the characters made out of wool. Yeah, that that was awesome. Uh, th- that was actually a parody. Uh, yeah, of a Earth, Wind, and Fire song. Yes, and the song was actually awesome. The the remix they, they did. Uh, not only that, but uh, oh yeah, L Shake Na- you know. Do you remember that? Uh um, I don't. Okay, you you see, uh, it, it's like in real life. So it's two actors holding uh, some drawing pads, and, oh, that. and then they they, they just um, uh, they just flip the pages, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, the most primitive form of animation that is still actually animation. But yeah, the, this shit is absolutely. Fucking nuts, and yeah. it's it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, it's impossible to be bored watching Pop Team Epic. The worst thing that can happen is you might not get a, a reference to some anime. Yes, sometimes shit doesn't seem to make sense. Is it a reference? Is it not a reference? Whatever, just sit back and enjoy. And the memes that came out of this are great. Good lord. Yeah, there were some Loads really good memes. memes and jokes. Uh, what the thing is that as far as i'm aware uh, the author i believe actually is able to read english and um, uh, he actually responded to me to memes i believe <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty rad 
But yeah, nothing else said about it. It's awesome. Watch it. Yeah. Next one is also awesome. Uh, yeah, next one, we it's, uh, well, anime of the season, uh, winter 2018, is Moto Ibasho. We're not gonna talk about it because we have fucking, like, three whole episodes dedicated to it. Yeah. Uh, I called it Antarctica Girls because I can't ever remember the name of, <laughs> of the actual show, but <laughs> I, I, I like this a lot. This is the first thing you recommended when I... I invited you on the podcast, mm-hmm. and I ended up having a blast. Yeah, yeah, he told me to just recommend something awesome, and then I recommended you this, and you fucking loved it. Uh, the English title is A Place for Than the Universe. Let's just, let just read the synopsis, and then we'll see. Hey, can you read it? Okay. Mari Tamaki is in her second year of high school and wants to start something. It's then that she meets Shirase, a girl with few friends who's considered a weirdo by the rest of the class and nicknamed Antarctic since it's all she ever talks about. Unlike her peers, Mari is moved by Shirase's dedication and decides that even though it's unlikely that high school girls will ever go to Antarctica, she's going to try to go with Shirase. So, yeah, this is about... High school girls who go to Antarctica, and it's beautiful. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add to it. Uh, you guys did enough. Uh, you guys talked about it enough. Yeah, I prefer to do a whole episode about one se- series like that, but there's going to be plenty of time for that once we're done with Muse Anime of the Decade. Mew, are you here? Oh, sorry, I had the, my mic on mute. So, uh, let, let's just move on to the limits of the season. All right, what do we got? Uh, Fate Extra Last Encore. So, let, let's just read what I wrote about it. So bad that the suburbs dropped it. Uh, how, how do we even oh. begin? Uh, well, I, I just read from the Fate Wiki that... Um, that Kinokunasu, the Fate series writer and scriptwriter of this anime, hoped that it will make people interested in the Fate Extra game, and wish, as far as I know, you need to have played the game to even understand what's going on. Is the main is the man insane? Oh, and also uh, fun stuff: Fate Extra CCC was never released in the West in the first place. So uh, Kinokunasu pulled yet again most bizarre author shit with horrible writing. This is supposed to be some sort of alternate universe from the game if the protagonist lost uh, to the last boss. Uh, how this abomination was even produced is beyond me. I truly don't understand the clout that the, the Freight franchise has. It's pretty much completely unearned. Nasu's truly an abysmal writer. <laughs> this show absolutely fucking pissed me off uh i i dropped it at the same time as the suburbs because good lord it was bad and i've read later like i researched it um I, i've seen a review by some guy guy um who uh, actually played even played the game and um the the, the dude said that the anime is for nobody don't watch this all right uh I still haven't gotten into the Fate franchise. Don't. 
There's just too much shit. I... There's there's too much I... shit, and the, the the main stuff isn't even good. Like watch Apocrypha, maybe Fade Zero, and, and play some of the game if you if you wish to play uh, some weird Musou clone, which I believe you don't even like. Yeah, I, I didn't even like the Berserk Musou game. Yeah, if if you don't like Musou, don't even bother with it. Uh, I believe, however, the Fate Extra is, uh, is actually more of a GRPG, but whatever. Let, let's just move on. All right. Lemon, no- Lemon number two is Death March Ara Ajimaru Isekai Kyosokyoku. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's uncomfortable. Why? Uh, in World War II, um, one of the war crimes Japan committed was the Batan Death March. Mm-hmm. Missy uh, on Wikipedia says the Bataan Death March was the forcible transfer by the Japanese Imperial Army of sixty to eighty thousand American and Filipino prisoners of war from uh, one camp to another, and like half of them died along the way. It, 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 I wonder if the author really intended this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but Japan is famous for not apologizing for <laughs> past crimes. All so, right. But anyway, about this anime. So this anime, basically, it's, it's, some, uh, it's some programmer that uh, gets overworked and just ends up um, being isekai in his own MMO or some shit. And uh, this is dumb. Um, uh, he ends up having like... Um, being attacked by a massive army of fucking wyvern or some shit he had one item some sort of uh of scroll that just clears out the uh, out all the enemy and he gets like level 100 and one shot so yeah this is an isekai where the mc is uh, extremely powerful but as far as i i've seen it's not one of those uh, shows where uh, you know the the, the protagonist is uh, powerful and he does awesome shit. Nope, it's a slow slice of life, uh. and and this is horrible. And that um, okay, the the main character has a problem. He encounters people. He can't speak to them. Oh, there's a skill that just appeared. I guess I'm gonna put my fucking skill points into this. Oh, problem solved. And uh, repeat this for like two episodes. I was like, no. Fuck That's this. just lame. That, that's lame. It, it, I, I, I could see how this would be an interesting concept of like a game developer getting isekai to their game that's like half finished. So it's like a glitchy, buggy mess. Nah, that, as far as that I know, would be interesting. It's just a terrible isekai with no fucking point. Yeah, this anime is a war crime itself. <laughs> uh, there's there's that uh, Final Fantasy isekai manga, which was okay. It's about a Square Enix employee who gets uh, sucked into a Final Fantasy world, but he has to use his knowledge of the games to survive. Even better, I believe uh, this this was actually published officially, uh, Dragon Ball. Some guy gets uh, isekai as uh, oh, as Yamcha. Yamcha. Yeah, yeah I, I, I actually read that. That was interesting. That, but yeah, that one was good. <laughs> it's amusing, but anyways, f- f- fuck this shit. Th- this continued the trend of uh, 
of absolute garbage and that just sucked and then i also have a third lemon uh, ito jinji collection that won't hurt because jinji ito has just an amazing uh, collection of short stories and um simply the um the the animation and drawings were just not up to par it was just too cheaply made yeah i saw the super eyepatch wolf did a video just excoriating the junji ito collection he said it was absolute trash uh, absolute trash well I, I i am calling it a lemon but it, it just kind of uh, why why however it has one of my favorite um uh, story of his not only that but it's one story that doesn't need to be well animated a long dream uh, which one was that uh the the story where some dude uh, gets dream that gets longer and longer and longer oh i i don't remember that one i've read go, a whole bunch of his stuff but go, go, go look it up later it's my favorite story of his because it's actually very different from the rest it's better than dance dance revolution in a mountain i don't i don't think i've seen that one no but, the, the enigma of emigara fault oh yes yeah uh they're, they're different kind of horror long dream is actually more of an existential horror than uh, than most of his other stuff it's actually very different but anyways uh fuck this shit and man this was not a brilliant season honestly like i i checked uh, winter 2018 there's not a, a lot more stuff i wanted to uh, to see uh, there was not a lot of stuff uh, to watch i don't know not a brilliant season but there was yeah. still some good stuff yeah we got so, at least four really good shows yeah at least just not a lot of quantity yeah the, the quantity was low but at least we got some quality so uh are we still moving on to spring 2018 yeah you want to keep going well, yeah, let's go Perfect. let's do it all right so we'll start with a shout out uh wait did i just put this fucking twice uh annie says this is the second half of the third season ah that makes sense so it's part two let, let me correct this Oh yeah, yeah, twelve episodes. Okay, yeah, I didn't see the the subtitle, so it's more of that. Let's just move on. Yeah, food and tits. All right, so Mao Shujo site. I almost dropped this episode one. Uh, what's so bad about it? Uh, it's good, but I I just didn't like uh, episode one went from zero to one hundred like in the in the edginess very fucking quick, and even uh, that anime what was that that recent anime oh yeah Rido a feeler even Rido a feeler did not get edgy this quick. <laughs> All right, I'm listening. So so that just kind of pissed me off. But anyways, I'll I'll read the synopsis. Asagiri Aya is a young girl who has fallen victim to bullies at her school. 
Yeah, so 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 they showed the the bull is doing a lot of thing, and it was just too much, uh, too quick. I think it, it just pissed me off. It, but I'm still glad I continued watching. But man, they almost dropped this like immediately. But uh, anyways, looking for a way to escape her troubles, she looks to the internet for distraction when a mysterious website called Magical Girl Site. Yes, site as in a website, uh, appears. Uh, simply viewing the page is all it takes uh, to hurtle Haya uh, headlong into the deadly world of the magical girl apocalypse. There, it's fight or die against a seemingly endless array of sa savagely adorable, uh, freely skirt killing machines, uh, each armed with magical power and an unquenchable thirst for blood and chaos. Uh, sounds kind of like Madoka. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a battle royale Madoka. <sighs> Somewhat. Uh, this is way trashier than Madoka, however. And uh, I feel like this was less good than the other magical girl show that I have to... Yeah, Mao Shoujo Ikusei Kekaku. This is less good than this. So there's not much reason to watch this. It wasn't bad. Like I mean, if if you want another edgy magical girl show, does this the girl is it. does the girl at least get revenge on her bullies? Uh, I believe she does. I, I think. I, I like a good revenge story. I think uh, uh, the powers were interesting. Each magical girl gets a special power. However. Uh, their um, their weapons actually uh, eats her life their life force and there's actually a mystery behind it like they they end up uh, nah this is a spoiler but yeah th th there's kind of uh, a mystery behind it and uh, there you go it's not terrible but uh, th there's been better shows in the jar and uh, let's just move on to yeah. uh, Inamaturi. This one is actually a really good comedy. All right, the Annie List description is way too short. Jesus. Let, let, let me check what uh, my Annie List has to say about it. But th this is a fucking comedy, so there's, uh, th there's very little to say about it, honestly. Inamaturi is the... This is too long. Let's just go with any last one. The, right. com the comedy manga centers around a super-powered girl named uh, Ina and Nita, a young member of the Yakuza. Ina suddenly appears in Nita's room and threatens him with her extraordinary powers. However, they end up living together. I think this is all you need to say about this. This is a really weird comedy. Does she, does she actually have powers, or is it some Chunibyo shit? No, no, she actually has psychic powers. And um, uh, Ina is extremely fucking selfish. And Nita is a Yakuza dude. And they get into crazy fucking shit. And it's really fucking funny. Like, I really, really recommend this one. All right, I'm going to add this to my list. This is a comedy well worth watching. Okay, let's move on to Golden Kamui. 
All right, so uh, for, uh, unfortunately, it's one of those shows that uh, I, I was just watching just a bit too much. Uh, uh, actually, not, not watching too much, but I don't know. I, d during those three fucking seasons, I dropped a lot. And unfortunately, Golden Kamui was one of those shows that I had to drop uh, for one reason or the other. So I'll just let you two talk about it because uh, you guys are familiar with it. Yeah, I've been reading the manga every week for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. it really caught my attention right from the start. Uh, can you read this in episode? Okay. In the early 20th century, Rosso Japanese war veteran Saichi, immortal Sugimoto, scratches out a meager existence during the post-war gold rush in the wilderness of Hokkaido. When he stumbles across a map to a fortune in hidden Ainu gold, he sets off on a treacherous quest to find it. But Sugimoto is not the only interested party, and everyone who knows about the gold will kill to possess it. Faced with the harsh conditions of the northern wilderness, ruthless criminals, and rogue Japanese soldiers, Sugimoto will need all his skills and luck, and the help of an Ainu girl named Aserpa, to survive. If people don't know, uh, Ainu people are kind of like the Native American of, uh, of uh, the Japanese. Yeah, like uh, Nakaruru from Samurai Showdown is mm. Ainu. But yeah, Golden Kamui is a trip. It, on one level, it's like the it's like a heist st story where the characters are trying to find the gold, and uh, they meet up with other parties, and sometimes form alliances, sometimes fight each other. There's always crazy shit happening because uh, the map to the gold is tattooed on the back of various criminals, <laughs> and most of them are busy murdering up a storm. And Sugimoto and friends have to uh, find them and either cop copy the maps or just kill them and skin them. Yeah, this is a really crazy adventure. And just to add, there's a three seasons so far. The last one was then. Uh, uh, it yeah, it was in fall 2020. Yeah, the manga seems like it's starting to wrap up. I th think it's like 250 chapters in. But... Hopefully we'll get all of it animated and then I'll watch all of it one day. Because honestly, it was I, good shit and it pisses I, me off that I dropped it. <laughs> I believe they just finished the third season. I don't know how uh, how far that is in the manga. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just mentioned this, actually. <laughs> were, were you daydreaming? Yeah, I was distracted for a second. Sorry. <laughs> all right, it's fine. It's all right. Uh, I think that's past the point where a guy fucks a bear and then it gets killed on the next page by the bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I really like this anime. I really like the character uh, dynamic between the two main characters and they make friends along the way, sort of. It's yeah, a, the, yeah, yeah the, it's uh, the you basically old... summed it up. It's like a it's like a fun heist anime. Yeah, the old dude uh, Hijikata Toshizo. He's based on a real life japanese person but in the manga he's this unbelievable badass he's like 70 years old and he can still kick ass also uh, you, you get helpful helpful hunting and camping tips from a serpa nice yeah uh, like i love this you know, how to eat man. animal brains <laughs> oh yeah what, what's that uh, she called poops and natto or something 
Yeah, she says, uh, I, I think it's natto she compares to feces, which is <laughs> not very far off. I'd compare it to snot, but... Well, natto is kind of strange in that uh, it actually has to decompose a little bit, but uh, it's made in such a way that it decomposes in uh, only a certain way, and that's when you have to eat it. it it's It's strange. Uh, kind of reminds me of uh, what's that Norwegian food where they bury fish underground for several months and then dig it up and eat it? Oh yeah, I, I think Moyeshiman talked about uh, food like this. But anyway, Golden Kamui is great. Uh, I've only read the manga, but I've heard the anime is a pretty good adaptation. Really? No, that that's good to hear. Yeah, I like the anime quite a bit. It's yeah, it's just a fun time. It's just wacky hijinks and uh, a fun, a, like, buddy-buddy anime. Yeah, it's a good, like, action-adventure. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of male nudity, too. So, for homos, <laughs> you better pick this up. All right. I don't know so... if I'd really describe the art as, like, pretty boy art, though. No, yeah, it's bare it as fuck. Normal. It's muscular soldiers sometimes <laughs> fighting to the death while naked. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people who die, get shot, stabbed. It gets brutal sometimes. I think one guy gets eaten by like a whale or an orca or something. <laughs> All right, yeah. anything else about it? No, good. It's good uh, shit. All right, let's just move on. Nanatsu no Taizai, Imashime no Fuketsu, yet more Nanatsu no Taizai, moving on. Saikikusho no Psai Nan. Uh, two. I actually say the the fucking name correctly this time and didn't get the. Yeah, I don't know what happened last time, but yeah, it's season two of that. It's still fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, the, I, the... I st still need to finish the first season. It was oh, really good. Yeah, I watched like thirteen episodes of the first season. The, there's so... actu there's actually uh, some new characters that appear in this season and it gets even more crazy. So um, watch it, and then we have some uh, crazy sequel: Card Captor Sakura, Clear Card uh, N, N uh, for an arc. I uh, didn't actually fucking finish this. Fuck! I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Yeah, you love Card Captor Sakura, don't you? I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Just, just, just fucking didn't finish it. Uh, what, what, what's great also is that I was. Um, Used the French dub because man, it aired that that much a while ago on TV, and I actually watched the uh, watch it in Japanese, and I didn't feel like I was crush, crossing the mansion. So it was actually a decent dub in French. But yeah, uh, this is um, actually a new manga of Card Captor Sakura that uh, started I don't know how long ago. Let, let me just check. Yeah, I remember that that clamp crossover manga. It's XXX Holic. I, mm. I think Sakura appears in that a couple times. Oh, it's possible, but this is a 2016 manga. This started in 2016, and it's uh, yet again animated by uh, Madhouse, and I believe they actually succeeded and uh, and uh, making the show feels like a bit like the original. Yeah, well, how many year how many years has it been since the last 
card capture Sakura anime. Man, uh, it started in. Uh, let me get the original because I see the fucking movies. There we go. It started in uh, 1988. Damn. It's been more than 20 years, like 25 years or something. No, not 25. I mean, this is 2018, but yeah, about 20 years. This is crazy. Yeah, I don't know much about Card Captor Sakura because I'm not a pedophile, but <laughs> why? <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Well, well, why do you say that? I it, it doesn't it doesn't have like any of the uh, lolly shit. Uh, I'm just I'm just messing with you, man. Okay, all right. Uh, anyway, so it's more Card Captor Sakura. Uh, if you've seen the original, you'd most definitely want to see that. Now, moving on to your Mushi Pedal Glory line. I believe I actually dropped that. I, I couldn't take it anymore. It was the, it was the last season. Like, the, um, uh, uh, the, the third year in high school, they graduated. They got a new team. And uh, th- there's more fucking bike tournament. Uh, let's just move on. Yeah, bicycling is really good exercise. It's low impact, but just watching someone else do it is tedious. Man, I, I dropped a shitload of stuff this season also. Uh, the the first show I dropped is High School DX the Hero. Uh, the, the, this is the season where it completely changes the art style and it absolutely fucking pissed me off. That's a drop. I'll watch it eventually because I'm sure they're, they're going to make uh, another season... But man, did that piss me off! It still has titty monsters, but yeah, yeah. But I, I can know. She went from like your son called me mommy to help me. I'm I'm just fucking telling you a meme I've seen, but it's so true. It's so true. I feel like the character, like the animation, is good. The the drawings are decent, but the, the character just mm, they, they might look a little less derpy than they than they did on the old art style sometime, but they look they look just flat. I don't like it. So would you recommend getting into DXD? Because I haven't seen any of it. Yes, it's great. It's probably one of the best uh, uh, etchy um, series out there. It's one of those shows that tries to do a lot of things and actually succeed at them. Like, like the show is a multi-genre show, a lot like a Black Blood Butler is. If you've okay. seen that, yeah, I've seen Black Butler. But yeah, it actually succeeded at it. And if you like mm-hmm. Etchy bullshit, well, this is the ultimate Etchy bullshit. Yeah, it's it's been on my list to check out. I just wanted to hear an opinion on it. It's great, but moving on to uh, uh, this show wasn't bad, but I just kind of uh, so, so sometimes um, I, I just get stuck on an episode for some reason, or I just uh, stop watching for too long and I just have to drop them. Doriku, uh, the animation, uh, what if you cool enslave? anyone you ever wanted well this comes close the scm lets you enslave anyone who is also wearing an scm at the price 
one must win over the other at the cost of anything in order for the other to become their slave. So is this a gambling anime? Uh, somewhat, but you... I, I wouldn't call it the, the, uh, gambling. It's drama, psychological, tri and thriller. Uh, you have the characters playing the games to uh, become a slave to the other, but th this is not actually the focus. So, no, no, not gambling. Oh, so what is the focus? Uh, the drama, <laughs> the psychological thing. Like no. I said, I, I've dropped it, so I, I haven't seen an amazing mm. amount of... How many episodes? I have seen like three episodes. So I cannot tell you more what happens later. This wasn't terrible, but yeah. So nothing it, of real interest. I don't. I don't know. That that's what the, I have to see. I have to finish uh, the series to really tell you. It's just one of those shows that I just fucking. Uh, sometimes I just have to drop something, and this is it. Yeah, watch Kakagurui instead. Kakigui, yes. So anyways, moving on. Uh, Amenchu Advance. It's Amenchu Season 2. I just didn't even pick it up. Uh, I dropped the QTONI universe. This was really fucking weird shit. Not only that, but uh, I believe like it, it it didn't even like explain the premise. It's like I believe the the only cutie on a show that doesn't explain the premise according to a friend that's actually a fan of the franchise. I don't know. It was weird shit. I didn't feel like watching it. I dropped it. Yeah, the original is also by that weirdo Gona guy. But... Oh, is it by Gona guy really? Yeah. Yeah, he wanted to make his own magical series with blackjack and hookers. What, what, what a fucking madman. Anyways, and, and then there's a short uh, Alice or Alice Siska Nissan to Futago no Imoto. That's not on your list. Yeah, I added it like at the last minute uh, because I decided to do like a, a drop list. And this is a short. I remember it being cute. Uh, and I also remember it not being subbed at all. That's why it was dropped. Anything with Emoto in the title is either very cutesy or very creepy. Yeah, th this uh, Siska Nissan uh, means uh, uh, a, a brother who uh, is crazy about his little sister. Do not okay. want. Yeah, I, I'm good. <laughs> All right, so moving on. I've put the special. I believe that this might be the season where, where it ended. Uh, I don't. Oh yes, I think I remember why. So, Idol Time Prepara. Yes, uh, if this is the season where Idol Time Prepara ends, uh, the reason why I've uh, picked up nothing in the last season was because I got completely burnt out from uh, my Prepara marathon. You know, when I say that I watched like over two hundred episodes and uh, the span of a of a month yeah. with a full time job. Well, I think this is why I dropped a lot of shit. <laughs> because I was just fucking burnt out. Yeah, even you can only handle so much idle shit. <laughs> Not just idle shit, but I mean, I just watched too much anime. I had to do something else. You speak blasphemy. 
<laughs> but yeah, Idol Time Prepara mm-hmm. is the sequel to pre- to Prepara. Unfortunately, it's not as good. The, the, a lot of weird shit happened in the story. And I don't agree with it. It feels like the, the writing took uh, some dump. But if if you've reached Idle Time Prepare, you, you're going to watch it. And there's still very good song, very good crazy characters, and some some lovely final. And uh, the, the rival characters of the, of the first series get some... Um, get some lovely shit done to them just you, you, you well positively you're just gonna watch it anyway so let's move on to anime of the season yeah if you're 200 episodes into this franchise you're probably not gonna stop yeah it's actually a 140 episode but yeah you're, you're not gonna or is it 160 but anyways it if you finish Prepare, you're gonna watch Idol Time Prepare for sure. Anyways, enemy of the season, number three, Megalobox. Yeah, I saw Megalobox. I watched all of Megalobox and we talked about it a little bit. Um Yeah, yeah, but it was pre uh... Yeah, pre we pre we talked about it in the pre show. Um Good lord. Y- yeah, it, it was what's up? So sorry, I was uh, saying, uh, "Good Lord, that synopsis. That, that's oh, a yeah. huge one. <laughs> that's a huge one." Yeah, I have a better one. I wrote. Really? Go, go ahead. In the future, boxers will have cybernetic arms attached to make their punches stronger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that no, like, that's about it. It sounds like a dumb premise, but the presentation is very stylish. Probably inspired by Cowboy Bebop. The protagonist even looks a little like Spike Spiegel. Well, do, yeah, do, it kind of do, does. Do you know about Ashitano Joe? Uh, I just know it's a famous boxing manga. I haven't read it. This is actually an edgy futuristic remake of Ashitano Joe. There, there's, there's even some of the same character. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I heard that, but I never saw Tashino no Joe. I watched Hajime no Ippo. But that's a different uh, anime entirely. Yeah, that, that's a that's a different anime. Like as far as I'm aware, Nenbu and Sachio are uh, both are in the original. But but yeah, this is about. Uh, should I just read the synopsis? Can, can you read it, Dad? All right. To be quiet and do as you're told—that's the cowardly choice. These are the words of Junk Dog, an underground fighter of Megalobox, an evolution of boxing that utilizes mechanical limbs known as gear. <laughs> gear is also slang for steroids. Well, I, th- th- that might be deliberate. <laughs> okay, uh, to enhance the speed and power of its users. Despite the young man's brimming potential as a boxer, the illegal nature of his participation forces him to make a living off of throwing matches, as dictated by his boss, Gansaku Nanbu. However, this all changes when the Megalobox champion, Yuri, enters his shabby ring under the guise of just another challenger. Taken out in a single round, Junk Dog is left with the challenge. If you're serious about fighting me again, then fight your way up to me in my ring. 
Filled with overwhelming excitement and backed by the criminal syndicate responsible for his throne matches, Junk Dog enters Megalonia, a world-spanning tournament that will decide the strongest Megalo boxer of them all. Having no name of his own, he takes on the moniker of Joe as he begins to climb from the very bottom of the ranked list of fighters. With only three months left to qualify, Joe must face off against opponents the likes of which he has never fought in order to meet the challenge of his rival. Uh, this actually uh, leaves out a very important uh, detail is that he ends up fighting without his gear. Well, I think that's supposed to be like a, a super interesting reveal, it, like partway into the show, but I don't remember it really being that impactful to me. I was like, oh, okay. So. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just noticed the synopsis is quoting the song from Rocky. What? what? Uh, the phrase, meet the challenge of his rival. Ah, uh, yeah, that, yeah. That's yes. a line from that Survivor uh, song that was in. Yeah, yeah. It Rocky was probably movie. deliberate by whoever uh, rewrote it because source mall rewrite. So, but yeah, th- this is actually really good. Uh, this is a really good sport anime, except that the ending sucks. Yeah, um, yeah. It was really good up until that point. Like it, it hit all the right notes. Should we say why the ending sucks? Now you said the last uh, episode is just a montage. Yeah, but basically, uh, you're waiting for that fucking fight all season, and all you get is a fucking uh, slideshow. Yeah, it's very disappointing. Did they run and, out of money or something? No, I, I, be- I believe I it was know. just made deliberately that way. Uh, which uh, is, it's it's kind of strange in that um, uh, I I think I think it was uh, the director's intention to uh, make the fight not as important uh, because they did it again in season two, however differently, and it makes uh, more sense. But you'll see for yourself. Yeah, it kind of seems like he took that uh, saying. It's not about the destination it's about the journey a little too literally it's like <laughs> yeah, no maybe. i want to see the fucking ending i want to see the climactic fight yeah, yeah i want to see a fucking fight that, that, that just suck yeah it was just a, a a slideshow like in fucking windows media maker and then the end it just has some like really stupid reveal with the the character yeah the rival and, character and, and like, oh, well, the- that's dumb and this is exactly why it's not anime of the season. This yeah, is why it's, it's number three. It, yeah, but... it had it had a lot of momentum, and then it just <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, that it just it just off. shat its pants at the last moment. That, that, unfortunately, that just pissed me off. The art style kind of reminded me of the movie Red Line. Yeah, yeah it did. Uh, it's very good art, but that that. That movie was made by Madhouse and Megaloboxes by TMS Entertainment. But I had to check to see if they were the same studio. All right. Uh, the, the, the art style is, um, uh, is quite special and that I, I believe it's actually well drawn. And then they actually put a filter to shit it up a bit. But it ends up being looking kind of retro and it looked like really, really, really fucking cool. Yeah, I I dig the visuals on this. They're really good. All right, so anything else about it? 
Mm, no, not really. I think we said pretty much everything. All right, let's move on to Uma Musume Pretty Derby. Have you guys watched this? I watched <laughs> one episode of it. Yeah, same here. All right, so, so let's just uh, read the synopsis. In a world very much like our own, great race horses of the past have a chance to be reborn as horse girls. Girls with the hairs and tails of horses, as well as their speed and endurance. The best of these horse girls go to train at Tokyo's Tracen Academy, hopefully moving on to fame and fortune as both racers and idol. A special week a high school horse girl from the countryside has just transferred to transferred to Tracen, and she's determined to fulfill her promise to her mother to become the best horse girl in Japan. On her way to school, she takes a pit stop at the racetrack and instantly falls in love with Silent Suzuka style, becoming determined to race on the same team as her. Uh, so basically, these horse girls and their, and their name are. Uh, and I believe maybe even the anime story and the race results are actually taken from real Japanese race horses. Yeah, race uh, horse racing is really popular in Japan for some reason. Yeah, I remember ages ago, my, my friend tried out like a shitload of Japanese uh, uh, Super Nintendo ROMs, and um, he, he was playing a lot of that of uh, of uh, well J- Japanese horse racing simulators and even if we couldn't read a lick of it it was actually pretty fun to watch and play so th- th- these games uh, have been there forever and I don't know why but apparently horse racing is it's just big in Japan just like Bruce Willis huh just like Bruce Willis. No, I mean, I mean what? <laughs> the actor Bruce Willis is also popular in Japan. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Why, yeah. why is he popular? I don't know, but every Japanese person I've met IRL loves the Die Hard movies. Oh, the Die Hard is just good. I, I can't yeah, blame I mean, it. It's just a good movie. I, but yeah, they have Bruce Willis appear in Japanese commercials a lot. Well, they do that with a lot of celebrities, I believe, and it's just kind of weird. Yeah, so Uma Musume is about cute horse girls doing cute races, but I don't get why they have to dance and sing, too. We have enough idol uh, yeah, anime. That, I, I, kind of, I was liking it, and then it had that weird like dance and song number, and I was like, wait, what? Uh, th- the strange thing is that it, it doesn't happen a lot in the anime. So 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 this is kind of weird, but uh, the thing is that did uh, this released much before the mobile game did? So maybe the dance and song is uh, is from the mobile game. Well, the future mobile game that they actually eventually released, but uh, it it's not uh, it's not released in English. So I haven't played it. I laughed out loud it, at the scene where the pervert uh, grabs her legs. And she kicks him like like a horse. Yeah, yeah. and he goes yeah. flying backwards. Yeah, that's that great. Actually, ends up being um, yeah, he's her tra- uh, the trainer. trainer and sponsor. That was in the first episode. Yeah, actually, it's kind of crazy to have a a, a, 
uh, a male, a random male character uh, among all these uh, horse girls because he's actually the the team, uh, the main team's trainer, and I'd say that he's actually the heart of the show. Yeah, is there is there ever a scene where humans oppress animal people for no good reason? Because no. that shows up a lot in anime. No, oh, that yeah, I'm kind of tired of that trope. The the, the, the this is not um, none of that in both seasons. But yeah, the the trainer character is really the heart of the show, and then there's uh, the main team with all the of the horse girl, the rival, etc. Why is this good? Because this is actually a really amazing mix of drama, a slice of life, cute girl doing cute things, comedy, and sports, and a bit of idol shit. So it does all of this magnificently. Yeah, I I actually really liked it. Um, I'll probably check out more. I could do with less of the idol shit, honestly. I've never been an idol fan. There's actually very little of it, so it won't bother you. Yeah, well, I just found it particularly weird that after winning the race, the girl then does like an idol number, and it's like, why? It's it's probably just for the mobile game. Probably, but it just kind of felt unnecessary. (laughs) It's like, who wins a race and then does a song and dance for the crowd? I don't know. Horse girl does. I don't know. You ever heard of the Super Bowl shuffle? No. Uh, In the 80s, uh, American football players uh, would often do these obnoxious dances after doing a touchdown. Oh, yeah. They they got so bad they had to pass a rule telling them not to do it anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Really? I I thought these were famous. That kind of sucks. Yeah, so... They do it today they might dance for a few seconds but not a long dr- drawn out irritating dance in the- yeah okay. I, I know now you can get flagged for gloating uh yeah 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 if it lasted if it lasts like minutes i can see it becoming extremely obnoxious yeah so are all the horses in this they're all based on real life horses right as far as i'm aware yes are they all japanese racing horses as far as I'm aware, yes. Uh, there's a famous German horse called Clever Hans that I was hoping would show up at some point, but I doubt I, it. I, I have not heard that name. Uh, there might be there might be a French horse. Uh, well, he wasn't a racing horse. He was a horse that did math. Oh, then no. Then no, especially if... The thing that's weird about it is that... Um, uh, uh, this shit is not like public domain. Uh, uh, there's people behind uh, the horse's name, like they actually own the copyright. Oh, so oh, lawyers they... m- might go after you <laughs> if you don't have yeah. the rights to the freaking horse? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I believe this is actually one of the rare, um, uh, be- because most uh, anime, manga, etc. Uh, companies actually understand the dungeon market. However, w- with this shit, we're actually going into more normy stuff, and the um, uh, the right holder of the horse have asked people to not actually make loads of them. So that's why you don't have an amazing amount of dungeon of uh, Imamizume. 
because it, it, they've been specifically asked not to and uh, maybe they might sue so you you get like uh maybe even more western art i'm not sure i have not checked uh, I, the I art, was gonna but, say i but for lewd stuff keep, there's not many yeah i keep seeing a lot of fan art of these characters but i've i've rarely seen lewd fan art yeah it's always just like a very normal like drawing yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. when we go through these episodes i recognize characters from hentai yeah <laughs> but not this time Same. <laughs> no i guess oh, yeah i remember that one she had yeah. big titties yeah, I guess Japanese people are incredibly respectful. Yes, yes. So uh, you might eventually get like more Western porn art of the series than than Japanese. But anyways, anything else to say about it? I like the naming conventions. I think it's funny how they actually got copywritten horse names. <laughs> yeah, watching people run is more interesting than watching them bike. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to uh, anime of the season, uh, spring 2018, Sword Art Online Alternative, Gun Gale Online. So I'll just read the synopsis. The story follows Karen Koirimaki, a 183 cm tall, 6 foot tall, college student who's insecure about her height and is bad at dealing with people in the real world. She enters the world of Gun Gale Online with her avatar, Ren, who is less than 150 centimeters, five feet tall, and wears all pink. She meets a beautiful brown-skinned female player who goes by Pitori. They hit it off, but one day Pitori pressures her to participate in Squad Jam, a Team Battle Royale version of the uh, Bullet of Bullets uh, tournament. Um, also, I had to the synopsis that uh, Pitori, uh, her friend, ends up being a little bit more unhinged than uh, she expected. Uh, if you fucking hated Sword Art Online, uh, this is this comes from um, a light novel series that is not written by the same author, and so far, at least in the anime, uh, Kirito and the gang are nowhere near to be seen. So if you fucking hated Sword Art Online, which you do not have to have seen either to watch this, I actually recommend this. Yeah, one of the Annie List reviews says it's a really fun show about a pink lolly killing grown men in a video game. Basically. <laughs> so is this a good entry point for people who want to get into sword sword art on online? Or? This is not a good entry point because this is like a a side. Um, uh, uh, well, this is a spinoff that has nothing to do with the original series. Except for the setting, because uh, Gun Gale Online is actually the third arc of Sword Art Online. And you don't need to have watched or read or whatever anything Sword Art Online to watch this. So, so, so like, it's completely standalone. Yeah, as far as I can tell, it's just based in the same virtual game, and that's really it. Yeah. So what, what did you think about it? I 
did not like it, honestly. Really? Yeah. It didn't do anything for me. Well, I'm I'm a little bit of a gun nerd. I'm not like a huge gun nut, but like uh-huh. some of the yeah, when I see a lot of really unrealistic gun stuff, it kind of <laughs> like triggers my autism. Uh, oh, there's this American uh, urban fantasy novel series called Monster Hunter International, and it's mm-hmm. nothing but gun porn. Nice. Like the author nice. is a self-proclaimed gun nut libertarian who lives on his own compound so he can shoot all of his custom guns. And Based. He wrote a series of novels about using cool guns to shoot monsters. I yeah. like it. Yeah, that's... uh. Monster Hunter International by Larry Korea. Okay, All right, yeah, I might check that out. Uh, what did you think about it, Dad? I uh, this sort of art online al- art alternative. I yeah, did, not. did you watch it? No. No. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'll just talk about it. Yeah, I just assumed it was something I wouldn't understand unless I've seen other sort art online. All right. No. No problem. Uh, so yeah, uh, this actually took me by surprise. Uh, this was actually a late pickup because I almost didn't pick this up, and I l- I love the ever loving shit out of it. I-, I I completely caught up to it like in in not even a day or two. I, I absolutely loved it. it. It it's it's really funny, uh, like Sword Art Online. It actually raises uh, some stakes into. Uh, uh, so some sort of life or death uh, event, but I kind of like how it actually handled it uh, this time around, and uh, uh, all of the characters are just fantastic. Uh, it, it gets a bit serious, but at the same time, it's it's pretty crazy, and you just want to, you just want to see what happens next, what happens next, what happens next, what happens next. The, the tournament arc is just, mm, just so good. It's probably a lot better than the original Sword Art. I didn't particularly care for the original Sword Art, but uh, I, I won't a, fault people who liked it. I had a roommate who was obsessed with it, and he was just watching it on his, his laptop every day. But I've never seen it. Uh, there I, is I no dropped Sword it about halfway okay. through the first season. Uh, wait, it's what just did you say? okay. What did you say? I dropped it. I dropped it halfway through the first season. Okay, you, it's you, you just dro- okay. You, you dropped it at the second arc. Yeah, as soon as it got <laughs> to like the Alfheim shit, I was like, I, I, I think I'm good. Okay, yeah, you just dropped it already. The thing is that uh, the Alfheim uh, arc is actually the worst arc in the series so far. Oh, so I got yeah. So I did the right thing. But the the thing is that the series kind of get a ra- a bad rep because of that arc, because that arc is uh, some terrible bullshit bullshit that everyone hated. But then it actually kind of uh, gets okay again, so it kind of gets a, a massive bad rep because of that arc. But even if you fucking hated that shit, watch watch uh, Sword Art on- online alternative. You might actually love this. And uh, I have one more thing to talk about. Anything else to say about it? No. All right. So, uh, Semi Lemon, Darling in the Franks. Uh, This is animated by uh, Trigger. Uh, Kill a Kill. 
yeah, Killa Kill and Kisniver already showed how Trigger has problem with pacing, but these were a little more lighthearted and more slice of life feel already. However, this was a serious mech show. Not only there was a massive pacing issue, but massive plot issues. The MC just willing uh, some mysterious illness away, like he was Goku, was a big fucking uh, no from me. That that pissed me off to no end. You just don't simply do this in a serious maker. Like, the, the fuck's wrong with you? I expect this of Dragon Ball, not a serious Yeah, maker. you can't. Yeah, you can't expect people to take you seriously if you're just gonna like fuck with the plot willy nilly. So yeah, it's only it, semi because it wasn't that terrible, despite the issue. But yeah, uh, th- th- this is an extremely like highly uh, well known show that has like massive fucking issues. Yeah, I've heard mixed things about it. I, I have. I've never seen it though. Yeah, it's deserved. It's, it's highly deserved. I, yeah, I watched. I actually watched quite a bit of it when it was airing, but I dropped it because I was just like, I was just bored with it. Yeah, the... I was. I was disappointed. I really wanted to like it because I like Trigger, mm. but this was just, uh, it was just boring. <laughs> and all right, nothing else about it, and uh, we're done. We're finally done with the three season. All right, good work. So, uh, anything else to add? Uh, video games, or are we just fucking... Uh, it's uh, enough. <laughs> uh, I've been playing this game, Devil Slayer Roxasi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't sure what country it was from, from at first, but I think it's Chinese. Yeah, yeah, I check it, Chinese. Okay. It's not very visually impressive, but it's a pretty good roguelite kind of game. So, if you like Hades or The Binding of Isaac... This game's for you. I've actually bought the, the Mr. Driller game on Steam, which I believe it's it's actually a, a new port of the GameCube game, which uh, was uh, which is very good. Have you heard of Mr. Driller? Uh, yeah, it's a series of puzzle games, but I don't yeah. know much about it. Yeah, but basically, you're you're um, a driller. Uh, uh, the the main character yeah the, the main character is the son of the dig dog guy oh yeah and, and then and then you, like you, you dig you have a various um uh d- d- different way to play the games and the amusement park uh, you have various modes uh, this is actually pretty fun I don't know how to explain the game. This is kind of a weird game, so I just recommend you to go watch a video or something. It's currently on sale for like uh, fifteen bucks. See, yeah, it's on sale for twelve bucks. Oh sale. yeah, US sale ends July eighth. Yeah. This is a good I had a Mister Driller game on the PS One when I was a kid, but that's the last time I played it. Oh yeah, uh, wait. There's a, there was actually a Mister Driller game that came here. I believe so. I remember playing it on the PS1. Yeah, there's one I, on G- Game Boy Advance, I think. Oh, it's possible, I, but I believe that most of the game and the series uh, skipped the West completely. Yeah, a lot of Japanese developers just say, yeah, fuck them, fuck Whitey. <laughs> but yeah, I've been, I've been playing that a little and it's fun. 
So, so is that it? Are we done? <laughs> yeah, unless you want to talk about Berserk for three hours. No, no, I, I think I'm fine. Uh, there's, uh, you know, the fan site SkullNight.net. Uh, yes. Uh, they have a podcast going back to 2012. They have over 200 oh, episodes. Jesus. So, I've been what, just talking about Berserk. Yeah. So I've wow, been that's dedication. That. <laughs> and and the first episode, they talk about the upcoming movie and how ugly it looks. Oh, yeah. That's and unfortunate. The, the the movies weren't terrible, but uh, at the same time, it's like I yeah, don't just know. just watch the '97 anime. Yeah, basically. But they're way way better than the fucking uh, new anime. Yes. Good lord. All right. Is there anything else? Nope. That just nope. ended. Follow me on the Fediverse, I guess. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> But, yeah. but put them in the show notes. Yeah, what's your username? It's Game uh, Boy and Game numbers. Boy 4456. And you're on Free Speech Extremist, right? Yeah. Oh, I I put a link to my my page in at the and the show notes, but I really should put all three of ours. Oh, yeah, you should do that. That that would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. What do you think I've been doing this podcast for? I'm trying to get clout. <laughs> so uh, if you're on, uh, you can click on the remote follow button. Or if that doesn't work, you can also take our username at our instance, put this in your search field, and you should be able to find us this way to follow us. Yeah, just get on the Fediverse. Yeah, it's please the, do it. It's the, be- it's the best best thing on the internet right now. Uh, Unfortunately, it's... there's mm-hmm. not a lot of Japanese artists on the Fediverse. That's why I maintain a Twitter. Well, the, the, there's a lot. There's a lot on Pau, but uh, with Pau, you also have to deal with the lolly shit. With uh, yeah. I, th- that's why I have it in it from my, my fucking feed. But anyways. Um, see you later. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Later. <laughs>